Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the July 11th episode of the newly named We Have a Name for the Thursday. Finally. Finally. Uh, We had a couple runners up and Megan gave us the deciding vote. So thank you, Megan. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. I like it. I like it too. That's good. Yeah. Because they don't really have... We didn't want to do the invader because that's like sleazy and right. also copyright. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like the Poor Charles 411 because it encompasses everything that we could possibly talk about without pinpointing us into something. So yeah, because God is, we don't stay on topic. No, so. no. And we, you know, we've talked about the nurses ball. We've talked about the different family trees. And this week we're talking about, well, the next two weeks. Right. So the first Port Charles 411 is going to be done by Amanda, and she's going to tell us all about Robert Scorpio. The favorite Scorpio brother. Amanda's favorite Scorpio brother. <laughs> no, I will give you that Mac is more interesting, but Robert is just more longstanding. Okay. So I don't know. I actually don't know that much about Robert, and I just want to apologize if you're ever listening and hear a metal sound. It's my Save the Turtle stainless steel straw. Save, save the turtles. My, yeah, I'm like it's not the brand is not Save no. the Turtles, but when I drank it, Megan was like, "You're saving turtles." I was like, "I sure am." <laughs> She's all about that because I can hear it in the when I'm editing. Oh, okay. sometimes, and I'm like, I don't know if anyone else People hears like, it. What's that clanging? Yeah, noise? that's just Shannon saving the turtles. Well, thanks that's for doing your sound. part. Yes, a turtle's life. Every time, a st- really? like every time a bell 
Rags and angels. We have to come up with something for every time you hear that and a turtle's life is saved. Yeah, if you can make that all rhyme, you really yeah, need I'm gonna to have to make a t-shirt of that. I don't think that's working for you. I will figure that out though. <laughs> It'll come to me in the middle of the night and <laughs> you'll jot it down and yep. let us know. All right, so back to Robert. <laughs> yes, Let's go. That's fine. Back to Robert. So I will remember this in the beginning this time. I used Wikipedia and SoapNet and a little bit of YouTube, except for I was distracted when I watched the YouTube videos because Robin was so cute and little that then I just wanted to watch all the Robin videos and that wasn't giving me the information I needed on Robert. So okay. most of my information is coming from Wikipedia. The beginning part, I'm going to read not exactly word for word, but kind of word for word because Robert started in 1980. So... I don't remember anything that happened because that wow. would be the year that I was born. Hey. And you weren't even born yet. No. So, yeah. My parents met that year. Aw. That's cute. Sure. <laughs> There's no way to tie that into Robert. We already talked no. about the wedding. That was Luke and Laura wedding. <laughs> yeah. It was tied in. So, there you go. All right. So, Robert has a heroic past. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He was involved in many adventures with his good friend Luke Spencer and his wife Laura Spencer. He has been an international spy for the WSB Spy Agency and was police commissioner of Port Charles from 1983 through 1985, then again from 88 through 1992. See, I did not know that until I started doing this research. Really? I didn't know that Robert was commissioner ever. Oh. I didn't. That's why it's so exciting that they're back. What? Okay. I didn't know that he was ever commissioner. Uh, right, I'm, I'm sorry. See, you should have known that from 92. I obviously didn't remember 83 through 85, but I knew in 92. Um, he was police commissioner until 92 when he supposedly perished in an explosion in South America. Mm. He did resign as police commissioner. I keep saying officer, but police commissioner in 85 whenever he moved to Australia with his wife, Holly. And then he returned to Port Charles when Anna and Robin needed his help. It says for the Mr. Big Caper but I don't know what that was. So anyone who has information, feel free to let us know what that was. Cause that was a storyline way before us. I feel like I know what that is, but I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. Oh, well, I will jot down. If, yeah. If um, it comes up in your Mr. Um, Mac research, Mr. Big, Big Caper. Caper. Mm-hmm. Isn't that who um, kidnapped Robin? Is it? I don't it could know. be. I don't I, know. I really don't know. I mean, it's not Mr. Big from Sex and the City. I know. So. Right. Exactly. Not, it's not Christopher Knopf. Hmm, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert first showed up in Port Charles under suspicious circumstances, tracking Luke and Alexandria Quartermain in search of an ugly black statue called... The Ice Princess? Yes. Which is Which in reality was a large uncut diamond that had a secret formula which could create carbonic snow, which could either help in medical procedures to fix severe burns or in the wrong hands create world mayhem. For months, Luke and Robert believed each other to be their enemy, but when Luke learned the truth about the Ice Princess, he offered to work with Robert to stop the insane Cassidine family who was bent on world domination. Robert was joined in Port Charles by Agent O'Reilly, played by Billy Hayes. I don't know who that is. I don't either. A feisty older woman who kept him on his toes and unfortunately ended up being murdered by the Cassidines. That's probably why we don't know who she is. There you go. Because of her death, a vengeful Robert and Luke immediately boarded the Cassidine yacht, the Titan, finding Laura there and stayed out of sight until they got to the private island where Mikos Cassidine revealed his plans to his esteemed group of guests. Robert, Luke, and Laura found help from Tiffany Hill, who was the... 
I'm sorry, who was the mistress of Victor Cassidine, and she wanted to stop Mikos from going through with his evil plans. While Robert and Laura helped Mikos' guards, held Mikos's guards at gunpoint. Luke confronted Mikos, which resulted in Mikos freezing to death in his own ice chamber, and Luke frantically trying to guess the code to unfreeze poor Charles. He succeeded. <laughs> Be quiet, These are very realistic storylines back this in the This one 80s. is like known as the worst storyline <laughs> to ever take place. It is very realistic, and Luke sure. succeeded, and they all returned to Port Charles as heroes, with Tiffany joining them. Luke and Robert agreed that the formula and the ice machine needed to be destroyed to avoid the risk of falling into the wrong hands. Robert left the WSB over disagreements of destroying the ice machine and formula. And for a while, he dated Tiffany, but the spark that had captured them on the island fizzled after a while. Robert was Luke's best man when he married Laura in November 1981. At the wedding, Robert was reacquainted with Mikos' vengeful widow, Helena Cassadine, who had come to town to make a huge donation to General Hospital, but secretly put a curse on Luke and Laura. And she was played by... Elizabeth Taylor. Thank you. I Like, I know her face, but every time you say it, I can't think of her she name. She was at Luke and Laura's wedding. It's she so was. cool. Yes, at the end, yep. like, being all scary. Yep. In 1982, Robert took up with feisty reporter Jackie Templeton. <gasps> Demi Moore! Yes, I knew you were going to know that one. He would come. We need to do a podcast on all the famous people that started yeah. on GH. We've said we this a couple of times, but we really need to I'm do gonna it. I'm going to take notes. Yes, Demi Moore. He would come to town searching for her mistress, missing sister. Robert was helping Luke search for the missing Laura, and Jackie was searching for her own sister, Laurel Temp- Laura Templeton, a model whom Laura Spencer resembled. Robert and Luke were thrust into another episode of world intrigue when David Gray, the rightful heir to the throne of a fictional kingdom, was revealed to have arranged for Laura Spencer's Wait. disappearance. Mm-hmm. There's the <laughs> fictional kingdom. But he's an heir of. But he's the heir Amanda, of. Amanda, I W, Duchess <laughs> of Shannonland, you are now the heir a- of my fictional land. Give me a tiara and I'm all good with I that. Have one. Oh, okay. I'll take it. So, um, I'll see. I lost my place. Sorry. It was just too funny. I was trying to go right past it because it's <laughs> fictional kingdom. Okay. He had arranged for Laura Spencer's disappearance in exchange for Helena's financing his coup. David Gray was killed. This is super realistic. David Gray was killed in a sword fight with Luke, and Robert was left to console his friend when it was believed that Laura had drowned at sea. Luke and Robert became involved in an oil scam orchestrated by Holly Sutton's crime family, the Durbins, which I haven't heard. Like, I know Holly, but the Durbin family has not had a legacy after that, which is sad because that would have been another good family. Um, they managed to stop them from succeeding their scheme to fleece the residents of Port Charles. Robert and Holly married under strange circumstances. Holly was pregnant with the presumed dead Luke Spencer's baby and was about to be deported, so Robert stepped in and married her. She ended up miscarrying the baby, but she and Robert eventually fell in love. I was confused there because shouldn't that have been the timeline that then Ethan was born? Yeah. Or maybe a little bit older. Like, how many times We still she... have to do the Spencers. Okay. We still have to do Luke. Because how many times... So this would have been, like, early 80s. I guess Ethan would have been a little bit younger than that. But how many times did Holly and Luke get together? Well... We'll have to do the Spencers. Yeah, we have to... that I don't know. Yeah. Um... 
Rubber eventually fell in love. Jackie Templeton was upset by this turn of events and turned vindictive against Robert for jilting her. Robert had a bad relationship with his brother, Max Scorpio, when he first came to town because he blamed Mac for the death of their parents. Eventually, the brothers patched up their relationship. Robert was presumed dead along with Anna in 1992, and their teenage daughter, Robin Scorpio, was left behind to be raised by Robert's brother, Mac. Anna reappeared in 2001, told her family that Robert was dead. However, Robert resurfaced in 2006 when Port Charles was stricken with a deadly strain of encephalitis. It came out that he was forced by the WSB to be incognito for 15 years as the only way to keep his family alive. He had no choice but to let them think he was dead. Robert, that's the one where Emma was... No. No. No, because that was the... That would have been pre... They broke it up by years here. That's why it kind of skips around. So this would have been before 2006. No, Emma. So no, Emma. Okay. They came down with another... He was Disease. also on that night oh, shift. night shift. So maybe it that say was where part that of that storyline. Uh, it, it doesn't tell me if if that storyline was part of just night shift yeah. or Port Charles. Um, Robert married Anna when the two were on assignment for the WSB in Italy. The two were married in secret before either character showed up in Port Charles. That was, wait, I have that written down. Two seconds of my quietness because I have it over here. All my notes in my wallet. Whole life over here. Robert and Anna were first married in 1985, and that was the one in Italy that they're talking about. And then they got married again in 1991. Okay. Um, After Holly died, here it says it. Thank you, Mr. Telephone, for telling me after I already said it. After Holly died, Anna and Robert remarried in 1991 when the evil Cesar Faison kidnapped Anna. Robert left Port Charles for South America to rescue her. So that was all pre-2005. Okay. I feel like all of that was, like, way earlier because that was stuff I had not remembered that much of. So 2005 to 2008, Robert and Anna turned up alive in Port Charles, much to the surprise of their daughter, Robin, who was like, thanks for letting Uncle Mac raise me for all these years. Right. Thanks for sending the Christmas card. Right. And my birthday card. How many times, be a whole nother, like, catch up. How many times was Robin, like, introduced to her dad as, like, hey, that's your dad? Because she didn't know that was her dad until she was, like, four or five. And then he's dead for years, and he pops back in in 2006. Here's your dad again. She's a very well-adjusted young lady. She is, for the fact that her parents... Because she didn't know Anna was her mom at first, either. Remember, she called her love. Yeah. Because she wasn't, I don't know how I she did I think Anna that. raised her more than we think she did, though. I think she did raise her, but they had never disclosed that that was her mom. Probably to keep her safe. Right. But still. Sorry. Anna. Yeah, we have to do Robin. Okay. Anyway. We have a lot of characters to take care of. <laughs> we do. We have 56 years of them. <laughs> During his return in 2006, Robert told Robin that he was in the South Pacific trying to track a lethal dose of encephalitis. He said that he quarantined a village and torched it, but two potential carriers slipped through the net. One was a chimp, and the other was Luke Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's very important for Robert to bring that up. Robert and Robin's relationship was briefly strained due to him not telling her he was alive, but they soon became close again. 
When Anna returned in the summer of 2007, she explained that Robert was deep undercover on a mission to recover black market alien remains. Later, at the end of the summer, both Anna and Robert were assigned on a mission in the Amazon. The characters then appeared on the primetime spinoff General Hospital Night, Night Shift. Shift. Okay. When he narrowly escaped a plane crash near Port Charles, Jagger Cates rescued him and brings him to General Hospital, where it is revealed that he has a brain tumor. During an MRI, Patrick Drake tells Robert that the brain tumor is a result of another tumor and tells Robert that he has colon cancer. Okay. Yeah, hold on. It's so that was all a night shift, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Can we go back to the alien thing real quick? <laughs> that was mm-hmm. later after Robin had her friend alien, right? Mm-hmm. So it was not her friend alien. I'm guessing not. That Maybe they he found the remains it. On. Okay. That's another storyline that we should talk about. Um, Bad storylines. Yeah. Alien friend of Robin. So anyway, Robert falls into a coma and both Mac and Anna make appearances on the series to support the character. It's talking more about um, cancer. So we need to discuss all that. When in a coma, Robert dreams of Anna, Robin, Luke, Sean Donnelly. I loved Sean Donnelly and Tiffany Donnelly. In a flashback to their old life in the 1980s, he comes out of the coma on October 14th, 2008, and leaves for further treatment in Europe because we can never get our treatment at home. 2012 to 2014. Wait, he like sporadically came back. I didn't go through and list this because this is giving the dates. But when I looked up the information, it was like... And then appeared here, and then appeared here, and then appeared here. And I figured we didn't need to waste 20 minutes of the podcast just reading off dates that he appeared. But that's why, like, it's all over the place is because he would leave for months on end and then just show up for He would leave for years and come in for... But in these more recent years, like, he would show up. Like, he was in for uh, Robin's wedding. And that was the first time... I'm sure this will tell us that, but that was the first time he met Emma and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's called a recurring character yes. not a I'm not being smart like I'm being serious I think Amanda's that like he just popped in and out it's called a recurring no, character no no I think that's no it is no but that's a recurring cat character not a what's it called when they're always on like what's sunny just a long-standing character no there's <laughs> there's a name for all right but because I know that like you hear them they were dropped to recurring Yes. They were dropped to recurring. Right. So, what's the opposite of recurring? I don't know. Okay, but so Robert was recurring. Okay, for... yes. Robert was recurring. So he came back in February of 2012. He returns to Port Charles after receiving news that Robin has died in an explosion. How do you like that, Dad? <clears throat> Robert's guilt over what he deems is his inability to protect Robin prompts him to consider suicide by jumping off a bridge. However, a despondent Robert is found by Luke, who tells Robert that Ethan Lovett is his son in an effort to pull Robert back from the brink. Luke, along with assistance from Holly, concocts an elaborate story that Ethan has been abducted by Helena Cassidine. Ethan has actually agreed to go along with Luke's lie, prompting him to leave Port Charles with Holly to rescue his son. And his is in. Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't his son. As a result of this, Anna is left to grieve for Robin on her own. Over That was so crappy. Yeah. I do remember that. That was so crappy of him. But anyway, over the next several months, uh, romance begins to develop between Anna and Luke. 
and Luke continues to keep quiet about his lie. It is only following a trip to Switzerland when Anna has been led to believe a very much alive Robin has been held that Luke comes clean. An infuriated Anna then demands that Luke tracks down Robert and admits what he's done. Luke eventually does so off screen with it being implied that the two men came to blows. In November 2012, Robert returns to Port Charles um, to talk to Luke, who's informed him of the death of Duke Lavery. Robert, much as Luke has suspected, there's something amiss about Duke's return from the grave. Robert is later intrigued by word that Olivia Falconeri claims to have seen a different face in a vision about Duke. That was whenever she was mm-hmm. the whole having visions. Yes. And recruits Elizabeth Weber to produce a sketch of the other face. When the sketch is completed, it bears a striking similarity to Robert's longtime enemy, Faison, who is masquerading as Duke in order to get closer to Anna. It's revealed that Duke really is Faison. Anna still believes that the real Duke is alive. Robert, John, and Anna confront Dr. Obrecht and then find the real Duke Lavery. Robert finds Robin alive, but Obrecht injects him so no one knows. I don't remember. Like, I remember Obrecht... Being a pain, but I don't remember her injecting. I don't remember her injecting him, him either. But anyway, Anna finds Robert unconscious and Robert is put into a coma. Robert wakes up from his coma on October 4th, 2013 and is greeted by Anna and Mac. After some initial skepticism on Anna's part, he finally convinces her that he saw Robin alive just before Dr. Obrecht put him in the coma. I, like, I do remember that. I, I just remember, remember that, that it was Obrecht I, that put him in the coma. Neither do I. They decide not to tell Mac in order to spare him the anguish of false hope if Robert is wrong. After Faison escapes from prison with the help of Obrecht, Anna learns from Nicholas Cassadine that Obrecht has been to Cassadine Island. Robert and Anna decide to pursue them to Cassadine Island, hoping to find Robin still alive. Robert and Anna are held prisoner on Cassadine Island by Jerry Jacks in the same laboratory where Jerry had kept Robin. After several weeks of captivity, Robert and Anna managed to escape in November 2013. They capture Jerry and take him back to Port Charles as a prisoner. The team then go to Spoon Island and find Robin alive, leading to an emotional reunion. They capture Obrek and Faison. Anna decides the only way to keep Faison out of their lives for good is to kill him. Robert is reluctant to go along at first, but in the end, when he sees that Anna is determined to kill Faison... He joins her in her joint execution, saying, if we do this, we'll do it together. Robert covers their tracks, and it remains unknown what really happened to Faison. He later announces that he'll leave Port Charles to help out Holly and her son, Ethan, who got himself in trouble with the scam. I don't remember a lot of that. I remember a good bit of that. 2013... We were having Madeline. Madeline's born the end of end of that. It didn't go into um this one didn't go into Robin's wedding, but that would have been in that same timeline. Right, didn't we say? No. That would have been like in the beginning of this. How old's Emma? Ten? Something like that, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that would have been the last time that he was back before he's back now to be Police commissioner. Not police commissioner. That's it? That's it. Yeah. I know. What's been going on the past six years? He hasn't been here. I mean, he's poked, he's jumped in off and on, but he hasn't been here for, let me look at our dates, and I'm not going to read all of them. Yeah, he's, he appeared back and forth. So, 
He returned December 17th and left December 17th, 2015, and then left on February 2nd, 2016. He came back on August 26, 2016, and left again September 9th, 2016. Why do I feel like he's been around mm. more consistently than that? Yeah, no, it's all just February 28th, 2018. He returned April 13th, 2018, and departed June 1st, 2018. Like, it's all just these little stints. And then finally, on December 3rd, 2018, Soap Opera Spy revealed that Rogers spoke out about reprising the role in the new year when he teased that Robert would be getting an all-new storyline. On January 16th, 2019, Soaps.com confirmed that Rogers would indeed return to GH again, and he returned January 25th, 2019. Hmm. So, yeah, I know. I, I was with you because as I was reading it, I was like, wait, there's information missing yeah. from the different years, but it really was just him popping in for, you know, to complement a storyline. Right. To actually be part of a storyline. Huh. Yeah. I definitely thought there was more. I know. Interesting. So, yeah, that's the lowdown on Mr. Robert Scorpio. And he's only been played by one actor, right? Like, there's never been a... Right. He is... He is Robert. Don't try to replace him with anyone else. I would be so mad. I would seriously be mad. Yeah. Like, no. But, yeah, he's... He's been the only one that's played it, but he's popped in and out, like I said. I know the word is, re- what do you say? Recurring. Reoccurring. I was going to say reprise, but that's him coming back. Reoccurring role. But yeah, he seriously just pops in and out. So why do you like Robert so much? Because I remember him in the late 80s, early 90s, whenever all the love story was going on with him and Anna, and Robin was so cute, and they were just like trying to be a family and then they'd have drama and back and forth and back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it was after the whole ice princess storyline. So it wasn't crazy. I mean, that alien part, I guess was crazy, but it didn't occur to me at the time that it was crazy. So right. I don't know. It's just more interesting. And Mac, I just, I do, I feel like he's been walked all over. You said you found some interesting stuff. So I can't wait to hear about his interesting stuff. You're going to be more disappointed in him now. Oh, but. well, see, I just don't, I don't like how he lets everyone, Walk all over him. Like, here, I'm going to go pretend to be dead. Take care of my kid for years on end. Mm-hmm. And then even that whole, as a brother, Max should have been like, hey, Robert, no, you can't go chase after your other kid. You need to be here for Anna because we think that Robin just died. And he never stands up for himself or right anyone. Like, he's a good dad. He's a really good dad. But besides being a good dad, I feel like he doesn't have much going for him, which if you can enlighten me to more, I'm open to that. We'll see. I guess you're going to have to wait until next week. I will. To learn more about Max Scorpio. (laughs) Yes. Make sure you tune in for the second part. Yeah. So I had to do a quick Google search because I'm a nerd. Um, It's a contract. They're a contract character on there. Ah, there you go. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Just kind of. I feel like if we didn't need to know that word, we would have known that word. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Contract character. Yeah. So, anything else you want to comment on, Robert? Um, no, I think that is everything. So, have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. 
Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.